Your generous support is the only thing keeping this show going. I rely on the support of my listeners to keep creating content. And you don't have to sign up for one of the Patreon plans. I know some of you really don't want another monthly payment you have to manage. But if you believe in my work, please consider sending a one-time gift at lesbianromantic.com support. Every dollar counts. Whether it's buying me a coffee or an entire bag of specialty coffee beans, your gift will be used to create another episode like this one. Thank you so much for helping me out. Lesbianromantic.com slash support. This is a listener-supported show, and I want to thank everyone who has contributed to the ongoing production of The Lesbian Romantic. Thank you so much. A special thank you to the people who support me recurringly, because thanks to you, I can plan ahead and make sure I can produce the next episode. So thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Thea, Shirley, and Chicken Nipples. Now, I've got a lot more people to thank, and I'm going to do that after the show. First, story time. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 31, Onions. Can you hand me the towel, please? Jasmine asked. Raven looked up from her phone, frowning. What? Her sister pointed at the white and blue striped towel lying on the counter. The kitchen towel? Oh, right, Raven said, scratching her cheeks. This was the third time Jasmine had asked her something when she wasn't paying attention. That happened often lately. Raven was having a lot of trouble being in the moment. This had always been a bit of a problem, much to the chagrin of her family. But in the past, Raven had been distracted by work. Wherever she went, her email inbox had gone with her. Now, even her job couldn't keep Raven's attention. No matter how hard she tried to lose herself in her work, she simply couldn't. Something was different since she got back from Europe three months ago. Of course, being a sales representative had never been what she really wanted to do in life. It was a means to an end. She happened to be good at selling software, and the money was excellent. The idea of using that money for better things was what had kept her going all these years. The prospect of investing in a company that would make the world a better place had given Raven a tremendous energy boost. Now that Bart had turned out to be a con man, and the deal had fallen through... Raven had lost her sense of purpose. Here you go, Raven said as she handed her sister the towel. Jasmine arched an eyebrow before drying off the knife she had just cleaned. Raven shrugged off her sister's gaze and asked, Can I help? <laughs> With that absent head of yours? Jasmine snorted. No thanks, we'll end up in the ER. Grinning, Raven teased back. I have a doctor right here, don't I? Right. Jasmine replied. A doctor who likes to enjoy her time off. I don't need another patient in this house. Raven sat down on one of the chairs around the kitchen table. She grabbed an apple from the fruit bowl. How has mom been this week? Still improving? 
Jasmine nodded as she placed an onion on the cutting board. Yes, I think the inflammation is finally under control. She's at a friend right now. I'm happy to see her going out again. That's great, Raven agreed, leaning back in the chair and rubbing the apple on her shirt. That's really great, she repeated. When she came back from Belgium, her mother was stuck in bed. She could hardly move from the pain. Jasmine had had to cancel patients to be able to take care of her, but hadn't admitted this to Raven until she had come back. Raven was happy she had come home to help. Taking care of her mother had distracted her from thinking about Natalie. It was hard to check your phone every minute when you were busy cooking, cleaning, and changing the bedsheets, after all. That distraction had been a really good thing, because Natalie had never replied to Raven's messages. For days, Raven had held on to the hope that she would at some point, but no reply had ever arrived. Now, months later, Raven felt bitter about how they had parted. She knew she had been the one to storm off to the hotel and then had gotten on a plane the next day. It was hard to admit this, but part of her had hoped Natalie would try to stop her. She easily could have. After Raven had decided to go home, her anger had evaporated. The prospect of not seeing Natalie again, maybe forever, had made her forget about why she was angry in the first place. And so she had texted her. She had found a room at another hotel for her final night in Belgium and had let Natalie know where she would be staying. Only then had she called Bart to tell him the deal was off. After that, she had waited. Raven had waited for Natalie to call her all day. Then all night. And finally, she had waited at the airport. Raven had even looked over her shoulder at the check-in, hoping to see Natalie run toward her like in a movie scene. Raven? Jasmine asked. She waved her hand in front of Raven's eyes. Raven was pulled from her thoughts. She blinked a few times. Her eyes were stinging from the onions Jasmine was chopping up. Jasmine put down her knife. She wiped her hands off on the towel before sitting down on the chair next to Raven. She met Raven's eyes and frowned. Sis, are you still pining over that girl in Belgium? What girl? Raven replied, even though she knew it was absolutely ridiculous. Jasmine laughed. Oh man, you're such a baby sometimes. Raven couldn't help but laugh too. Her sister had a point. <laughs> I'm not pining, she said, still chuckling. She didn't sound very convincing. Right. You just stare into space like someone stole your puppy. What? <laughs> Raven laughed again. That's awful. Why would you say that? Jasmine patted her on the leg, grinning. That's how miserable you look. Raven took a deep breath. Yeah... She said slowly, I guess I have been pouting. Jasmine raised her eyebrows. Okay, more than pouting, Raven admitted. She reached for the elastic band that kept her braids together and pulled it out. She brushed some of them off of her shoulders. Had her sadness really been that visible to her sister? Have you heard from her? Jasmine asked. Raven shook her head, looking at her hands. Have you reached out to her? Jasmine said. Raven bit on her lower lip. No, of course not. What does that mean? Jasmine probed, squeezing Raven's leg. 
I sent her messages and she never replied. I'm not going to bother her with more messages, Raven explained, her throat increasingly tight. Jasmine sighed and crossed her legs, resting her elbow on the table. You mean the messages you sent while you were still in Belgium? She asked. Raven nodded. You can't really blame her for not replying to those, Jasmine said. I mean, you let her know you were leaving out of the blue. What was she supposed to do? Try to stop you? Of course not, Raven said loudly and felt her cheeks heat up. <sighs> so neither of you got in touch after you bolted, Jasmine said, sighing. Hey, I didn't bolt, Raven said, straightening and frowning. Her sister huffed. <laughs> yes, you did. Raven shook her head in disbelief. You told me to come home. I did no such thing, Jasmine answered. I asked you why you didn't come home because you said you weren't okay. You are the one who decided to leave. I can't believe this, Raven said. Don't hide behind mom and me, sis, Jasmine continued. Her eyes were soft, but her voice was clear. You chose to end this relationship the way you did. And it seems to me you don't feel good about how things went down. Raven got up abruptly, shoving the chair aside. This is bullshit. Jasmine raised her hands in the air. I'll shut up before you run off here too. What? Raven gasped. She put her hands on her side. What the fuck are you saying here? Just that you tend to run away whenever things are hard, Jasmine said, still holding her hands up. Every fiber in Raven's body wanted to walk out of the door and get away from her sister. If she did, she'd prove Jasmine right, though. Her nostrils flared as she considered her options. Sit down, sis, Jasmine said softly. Raven took a deep breath. Her chest felt tight. She glanced around the kitchen. Finally, reluctantly, she lowered herself back onto the chair. She picked up the apple and rubbed it again. I love you, Jasmine said. This surprised Raven. She swallowed with difficulty before looking up. I love you, she croaked. I want to see you happy, Jasmine continued. But I feel like you're self-sabotaging at times. Like you're afraid that you'll get hurt if you allow yourself to be happy again. Are you a psychologist now? Raven thought, but managed to keep it to herself. She knew she was being childish. Plus, the staring in the pit of her stomach told her Jasmine was onto something. Ever since you came back from Belgium, you seem even unhappier than before, Jasmine said. Raven crossed her arms. I wasn't that unhappy before, she mumbled. Yes, you were. You've been unhappy since you and Zara broke up. Raven rolled the apple around in her hand. Tears prickled her eyes. Then you decided to invest in this company in Belgium, and you were all about that, Jasmine said. You didn't want to listen to us when we said you might be moving too fast. It was like you needed a distraction from your pain. <sighs> right, Raven sighed, more as an acknowledgement that she had hurt her sister than actually agreeing with her sister. 
Am I totally off the mark here? Jasmine asked after a long silence. Raven pressed her lips into a thin line as she tried to fight back the tears. Hey, Jasmine said and moved her chair a bit closer to Raven's. She grabbed Raven's hand and ran her thumb across the inside of her palm. Why don't you just let yourself cry for a change? Frowning, Raven met her sister's gaze. The warmth in Jasmine's eyes made her last defenses crumble. Come here, Jasmine said and wrapped her arms around Raven. Let it all out. An immense sadness expanded in Raven's chest. It was like Jasmine had opened the tap to an overflowing reservoir of tears. She cried in her sister arms until the pressure disappeared. Jasmine held her the whole time, kissing her head tenderly. Doesn't that feel better? Jasmine whispered after Raven had been quiet for a minute. It does, Raven admitted, wiping her cheeks. Jasmine reached over the table and pulled a tissue from the box. She handed it to Raven. Thanks, Raven said and used the tissue to clear her nose. It surprised her how much lighter she felt. Now, Jasmine said, how about you sent that girl in Belgium a message? The least you can do is try to get closure for the both of you. Raven shook her head and rolled her eyes. Her sister was relentless today. Still, she nodded. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Jasmine hummed and got up. She stepped back behind the counter and picked up the knife. There were more onions to chop for dinner. Think you can handle a knife now? Raven grinned slowly. I think I can. This was part 31 of Worth the Risk. And like I said, I want to thank a lot of people. Let me start with Delisa, Queen of Paradise. Thank you so much for supporting my work. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Macy. Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you, Marie-Hélène. Thank you, Charlotte, Ariana, and The Dash. Thank you, Emily, Matthias, Kat, Valerie, Sven, and Kat. Thank you, Elle, Heidi, Ricky, Lori, and Bob. Merci, Marina, Charlie is a good boy, Jay, Bella, and Trinda. Thank you so much, Reed, Serena, Nairi, Jennifer, and Sandy. Thank you, Antonia, Ray, Erica, Adam, Ursula, and Lou. Thank you, Danku, Irina, Pernil, Madison, Kathy, and Sue. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, Miss Lady Lily, Anto, Sandy, PB, Becky, and finally, thank you, Stacy. Your support really does mean the world to me. Thank you. So this was the first full episode I recorded in my new space. I'm not quite happy with how it sounds just yet, but I'm going to keep, you know, trying and improving. Um, apart from that, also thank you for the messages um, that you sent in support in these um, challenging times in many ways. Um, I'm feeling good. It's good to be uh, a lot better after being sick for over a month and being in a lot of pain. 
the ribs are finally healing, so I'm very happy about that. But I still can't work out and stuff, so that's hard um, because it's very important to me for my men mental health. Um, but yeah, I'm hopeful I can get started with that soon as well. So thank you for all the encouraging messages. Thank you for spending time with me. It's always a privilege. And I will see you soon in the next episode of Worth the Risk. Bye.